You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome to the podcast. I am so glad to have you today. I'm actually very excited about where our church is headed right now. So on Sunday, we talked about the book of Acts and we're wandering into a brand new sermon series uh, into uncharted territory because we believe that, you know, with the changes in culture and with the uh, unpredictability of the coronavirus um, changes on just, I mean, our going and our coming and our gathering, you know, it's hard to know exactly what the future holds. But the exciting part about that for me is that that's exactly where the apostles were in the book of Acts. When they knew that they had a mission, they knew the gospel, and the Spirit led them into everything that was next. So while it's uncomfortable on the one hand to be a church who says, wow, we don't know we don't know what the future models and strategies and structures should be, it's kind of exciting on the other hand to feel like we're walking in the footsteps of the early apostles and that we can trust the Holy Spirit and walk in faith. So for the next few weeks, I just want to lead our church on a journey through the book of Acts following the Holy Spirit. And today uh, I have a partner on my podcast, a friend, Nathan Greer. Hey, Nathan, I'm glad you're with us. Thank you. Good to be here. So Nathan, uh, you've been on the podcast before <clears throat> and I appreciate you being willing to come back. Nathan was just in the office today and I've, I always had appreciation for Nathan's you know, faith and engagement and he was willing to come and drop in. So anyway, Nathan, thanks a ton. Nathan, um, in the book of Acts, you know, we read about the ascension of Jesus and here are the disciples with this job to do and they have no idea what it's going to look like. So if Jesus rose three days after the crucifixion and according to the book of Acts, taught the disciples for 40 days, and if Pentecost is basically 50 days after Passover, then we've got the better part of a week left before Pentecost. And so you and I are going to take a look today at what were the disciples doing uh, between the ascension of Jesus and the day of Pentecost. And on the one hand, it doesn't seem that remarkable, like it's not going to blow everybody away. But on the other hand, I'm confident that if we do not get this right, our church will not be able to follow the Holy Spirit successfully yeah. into the future for our gospel mission. So uh, if you don't mind, why don't you read for us, um, just kick off with verse 12, and let's read down to verse 14, Nathan. All right. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Um, those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simeon, the zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the woman of God and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Okay, so they've got to replace you know, one <clears throat> disciple. We'll talk about that a little bit um, in the next podcast. But what we believe they're doing during this time period is, while they don't know what to do, they know to go up into the upper room and pray. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to talk to the church about how important prayer is. Uh, now, the first thing I want to say Uh, for our congregation as you listen to this podcast is, number one, Carterville will not accomplish our mission in our lifetime if we're not a praying church. Mm -hmm. So I fundamentally believe that. Um, And the second, and I align myself with our church on this, like I'm not speaking from an ivory tower. I think we all, starting with me, 
have to have a stronger prayer life if we're going to be a praying church as we as we want to be. I think one of the challenges in a busy, busy culture, and especially uh, in the deep South where we have a tendency to allow you know church for us to become routine if we're not careful, one of the challenges in a busy culture like ours is that prayer sort of slips to the margin for many busy believers, and that's absolutely got to change. Mm-hmm. So the first principle for me is we've got to be a praying church. The second principle is we've all got to get better because I acknowledge that we're not where we need to be. And so I want to ask the church, you know, how are we going to do that? Like, what are some things we're going to have to do uh, to become the praying church that the apostles were? So, And I would say, add on to that, I mean, the first step um, would be praising, you know, thanking the Lord um, for this unique time of difficulty and discomfort um, because... I mean, looking back at our roots, those were the times where we um, leaned more on Christ, on when we depended more on God's strength as opposed to our own comfort. And so even to make a practical application, you know, Nathan, we, you know, we're talking about prayer today. And so there's times of discomfort and confusion when we lack clarity or confidence in the next step for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Those are the times when we pray best yeah. or, and when, when prayer is needed most. Okay, so I'm going to say I fundamentally believe that the outpouring of the Spirit on Pentecost and the great revival that happened in Jerusalem depended in part on this season of prayer. I mean, I know it's just one verse and they don't go into any great detail, but I believe that the way that these godly men and women were praying sincerely, seeking God together, mm-hmm. I think that was the launching pad, the catalyst for, for the movement of Pentecost. And so I'm telling our church, you know, while praying is not like stunningly impressive work and nobody pats you on the back and people don't even see that you're praying in your prayer closet, I'm telling you that if we don't get this right, we're not going to experience, you know, whatever the equivalent of Pentecost for our age is. I fundamentally believe that praying preceded Pentecost. Mm-hmm. And so if I just looked up at our church and say, all right, well, what are we going to do? So Nathan, your comment is great. You know, during times of challenge, discomfort, um, we're actually more inclined to pray. This is the perfect time mm-hmm. to learn to pray. Okay, so how do we do that, church family? Um, Nathan, why don't you share, you and I were chatting a few minutes ago about just one of the things that you've learned. We'll, just, we'll make some practical applications so that if, if Carterville Church family yeah, says, I'm ready for my prayer life to improve, we'll try to give you a, a few practical things that will help you be successful. So Nathan, I want you to kick us off. Would you just talk about uh, how you've learned to pray scripture? Um, yeah, so um, I was telling Pastor Ben that, <clears throat> you know, oftentimes in times of difficulty um, or just whatever the circumstance may be, um, I found that my feelings can oftentimes um, blind me to certain aspects of life. Um, my feelings can sometimes, um, yeah, just overpower um, I guess, in a sense, um, the underlying importance of what's going on, you know, um, thanking God for even some difficult times that he's put in my life. You know, that's important. One of my, um, favorite Psalms to pray is Psalm 136, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And throughout the whole, you know, one through 26, it'll have a phrase and then, his steadfast love endures forever. And another phrase, and his steadfast love endures forever. In order, like, that repetition is important. You know, thank you, 
Lord, for putting this coronavirus in our lives. Your steadfast love endures forever. Um, help us to take advantage of this time. Your steadfast love endures forever. Help me to show others that your steadfast love will endure forever through our difficulty, um, but also when we kind of come out on the other side and when things kind of start getting easier again, you know, may we continue to keep um, saying that the Lord's steadfast love endures forever and keep leaning on that. Good word. I appreciate you sharing that. So, uh, Nathan's suggestion today is learn to pray the scriptures. If your prayer life is in a rut, if you find that you like every day you're praying the same, um, almost rote prayer, almost remember, you know, like, you know, our dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the blessings of this day. And then you move through a predictable list of the same things every day. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe one of the ways for you to expand your prayer life, be more intimate, personal, and honest with God, and know that you're praying towards the truth mm-hmm. would be to pray scripture. So as you do your uh, as you do your scripture reading, I would encourage you to open the Bible, aware that you're with the Holy Spirit in conversation. Read the biblical text, you know, knowing that God is your conversation partner. Mm-hmm. And then when you enter your time of prayer, you know, pray the scriptures back to him. Maybe some days it would be one particular scripture that you've memorized or put to your heart. Maybe other days it would be one verse out of your reading for the day or a truth from the reading today. But I think Nathan's, Nathan, I think your suggestion about learning to pray the scriptures is a fantastic next step for a lot of our church. Mm-hmm. So Carterville Church family, um, over the next you know couple of episodes, I just want to encourage us to be a praying church. And your encouragement for today's episode of the podcast is expand your prayer life. And one way to expand it is to learn to pray the scriptures. Uh, I hope that you're blessed in that effort. And I hope that you'll remember with me that prayer preceded Pentecost. So church, as we get ready to see God launch his mission forward, even through the midst of Corona, and maybe especially because of Corona, then I want to encourage you, let's be a praying church. Thanks a lot for tuning into today's episode of the podcast. Listen, if this episode or any of the other episodes of our podcast are useful to you, I just want to encourage you to to like them, to share them, send them to somebody that you know, so that we can get these concepts from God's word farther and farther and farther um, into our mission field. I love you. Thanks for listening today.